How's it going, guys? Welcome to the playoff week one matchup preview. I'm here with Garrett and Jay. You guys can say hello if you'd like, just not in unison, please. <laughs> that was cute. Oh, I know. Uh... Um, <laughs> all right, we'll start right off here. Uh, we got Andrew versus Jake, uh, a rematch of last week. You know, Jake took it last week, but uh, Andrew's team uh, really, you know, big or uh, really heavily reliant on the Saints, I should say. Um, and they have a much better matchup this week against Tampa Bay. Um, so I think he has a lot better chance to go off this week. Um, then he's got T.Y. against Houston. Um, T.Y.'s kind of banged up, but I could s- definitely see a shootout <laughs> there if uh, the Colts O-line can hold up. Cooper against Philly a couple weeks ago had a pretty mediocre game, but that was, I think, his first week with uh, the Cowboys, maybe his second. So uh, I think he'll be a little bit more integrated in the offense, and they don't really have anybody on Philly's side that can hang with him. Uh, you know, uh, Sony Michelle against Miami, I think, is going to have a pretty solid game. They're a really good matchup for a running back. I think uh, the Patriots are going to try and run up the score like they usually do in divisional matchups. Uh, Reed versus the Giants is kind of hard to predict with Sanchez there, but uh, backup guys usually like to rely on the tight end to bail them out a little bit more. And then Diggs um, popped up again questionable this week. They haven't really had any notes there yet, but that's going to be maybe a big question mark on uh, Andrew's side. Um, so, Garrett, how do you see the uh, big Saints super stack going down this week? It's tough because uh, the Buccaneers actually had a pretty solid week defensively against Carolina last week, but a lot of it was just bad play by Cam. Last week we saw what Breeze and Michael Thomas' floor was, along with Ingram too, but um, that was just kind of like a defensive really show by Jay's Cowboys, but – Obviously, Tampa doesn't have that type of firepower. Although the Saint, the, the only other team that they lost to besides them was Tampa. So on the road, well, that I was, think that was also Week One, and their defense really got taken for a ride there, and they've kind of yeah. turned. Um, That's true. But I mean, their I weak do... point, their weak point is against the pass, and it's not like uh, Tampa Bay has a run game that they need to defend. Um, <laughs> but they definitely won't need to stack the box as much against Peyton Barber. I don't think. Uh, That's Jay, true. Jay, do you have anything to add on uh, Andrew's side here? Um, well, yeah, the thing is that New Orleans combo is going to be lethal for him this week, and Ingram should eat as well, coming off of really a few mediocre games. Uh, he's going to bounce back, and like you said, Michelle is definitely just going to have a huge game, but James White on the other side should have just as good of a game. Um, the defenses and kickers might decide this matchup because there's just so much talent. Like, T.Y. obviously should go off, too. He had 112 yards and a touchdown last time against Houston. And Houston is kind of more vulnerable at home. Um, But we'll see about his health, though. But as far as kickers and defenses, you know, Washington's defense is pretty damn good, especially in the red zone. Um, It it says red for his Giants kickers matchup, but he's been pretty accurate, and they move the ball down the field and might get stopped in the red zone, so – he could go for double digits, and then Buffalo's defense against the Jets, you know, they smacked him outside the head last time, so that should be a repeat. Meanwhile, Jake's side, you know, Indy's defense is vulnerable, is liable to go crazy. And, excuse me. That's your dog going off there. <laughs> dog going off. And then Butker, you know, obviously he should go off too. Baltimore could stop them in the red zone. Um, but, you know, Mahomes obviously is lethal to score a touchdown. There's a lot of talent on both sides. James White and Michelle might 
offset each other. But, I mean, Breeze Thomas, that's a lethal t- uh, combo this week. Yeah, I definitely agree. You know, on Jake's side, this could be one of Aaron Rodgers' good games, even though he's had some pretty down weeks. Um, Julio, I think, you know, he had a pretty bad week last week dealing with some injuries. But outside of that game, he's been incredibly consistent all year. So I think he should bounce back. Humphreys, since week seven, I believe, has more points than uh, Mike Thomas. So he's been on a roll. And going against the Saints this week, I wanted to make him my start of the week, but I realized it was kind of too obvious. And he's been going off. And then against the Saints, you know, P.J. Williams has been awful in coverage in the slot. And Humphreys runs over 75% of his routes out of the slot. So I think – And no Deshaun Jackson, too, especially – Right, he's been exactly. putting out. He's been like Cooper Cup, basically. Right, right. More targets to go around. I think he's just going to have a monster week, probably a hundred and a touchdown at least. I'd say, or at least ten catches, if not that. Um, and like you said, Rogers is going to go crazy. Atlanta is not as good on the road, and I think the new new whoever's running the plays is going to let Rogers just go off because McCarthy was definitely holding him and holding him back. So. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Taylor Gabriel is kind of a question mark here. He's had some goose eggs, some down weeks, but he's been usable. Um, I mean, they're going to be down and have to throw the ball a lot, so I can see him catching a long one. Philip Lindsay, I know we talked about in the group meet today. I mean, he has been really good on the ground. Um, he's got almost as many rushing yards as Saquon, and he has about 40 less carries. Um, he is got about 7.2 yards per carry compared to Case Keenum's 6.8 yards per attempt, which is just ridiculously – Pathetic for Keenum and awesome for Lindsay, so I think he's just going to eat at San Francisco. They're, they're gonna... also going to run, be forced to run more now without Sanders. No, without Sanders, and, I think yeah. Gonna... And Gabriel should eat. I mean, is Tlaib back? Because Rams are very susceptible. Yeah, to Tlaib, is, Tlaib is back. Is he back? Okay, yeah. that, that changes things. But yeah, and then you know, Kittle's been a monster. I think James White against Miami has been solid. James White uh, actually with 102 targets has through 12 games has that's the record of all time for running back targets through 12 games with 102. So he's just been killer all year. I'm pretty consistent. Um, do you guys have anything to add on Jake's side here? Do you think you'd play Valdez Scanling over Gabriel? I mean, if there's any week you can maybe play Valdez Scanling after his down weeks, I'd imagine it's this one against Atlanta, but I'm really not sure. I mean, I think maybe – with new play calling, uh, he might get some more targets in the red zone. Um, but I'm, I, I don't know. That's a toss-up. Because he had seven targets last week, and Gabriel against a really suspect Detroit secondary didn't – or no, against the Giants only got, you know, not too much. Right. Um, yeah, I think I probably would go with all the scaling. Just gives you a little bit more upside. Gabriel kind of has to break a long one against the Rams, um, and both games are going to be shootouts. So I'd rather go with the guy with Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball. Um, so I think you're right. I'd probably go scantling there. What about you, Jay? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Sunday Night Football, too, there's been some big scores on primetime games, especially with the Rams. And Chicago's defense is pretty good. Gabriel it could get a lot of looks. Um, but, yeah, to lead back, it's questionable. Scantling, we'll see. The, I mean, Atlanta's defense is pretty bad, especially in the road, like I said. Um, yeah. That's a tough play. Gabriel, I think, is a safer yeah, play, though. Yeah, we'll see honestly. how it shakes out. Um, all right, if you guys are good with that matchup, we can move on. Uh, next, we got Joe versus Manny. Um, you know, on Joe's side there, you know, Matt Ryan's been having some down weeks, but in that same matchup we were just talking about with Scantling, I think there's going to be a lot of points to go around. Green Bay's defense has been kind of falling apart, so I think if there's any game for Ryan to bounce back, hopefully it'll be this one. 
uh, Tyler Boyd now that uh, Andy Dalton, or Andy Dalton, sorry, uh, AJ Green is on IR, um, is going to see a lot of Casey Hayward. I mean, he will run out of the slot a good amount, but I don't see a huge performance out of him. Tyreek um, against Baltimore. Tyreek actually historically does a lot better on the road, and they're at home against Baltimore. And, uh, you know, Baltimore gives up, I think, what the second fewest uh, or the second worst quarterback rating um, so far this season. So I think they're going to have a bit of a tougher time. But, again, Hill, you can't bet against him. You could always break one off. DJ Moore, kind of a down week, but I think he'll um, bounce back. And if uh, Funchess is in, taking away some of that coverage from Denzel Ward, I think he can have a good game. Kamara against Tampa Bay, I see him being used a lot. It'll be high scoring. Chubb against Carolina. Um, they've been pretty decent, but I, I think they're going to obviously use him a lot. He's been getting a ton of carries, and he's always a threat to break one off. And Joku's been kind of a disappointment after a really good start. He was, you know, getting a ton of targets, 11 targets, 12 targets, back-to-back weeks. Um, but, you know, it's tough to predict what he's going to do. But Carolina has been the worst uh, defense in the league so far to this point of the year uh, against the tight end in fantasy. Um, and then Cohen against the Rams. Again, their Bears are going to be a ton and going to be playing from behind. So I see him having a pretty good game here. Um, so overall, I think Joe, it's just the same. It's been all year. It's kind of boom bust. He has some players in really good matchups, some players in some really bad matchups, um, but just a lot of talent throughout. So, uh, Jay, how do you see Joe's team scoring this week? Oh, Kamara had a crazy game, I think over 40 last time we played Tampa and New Orleans. Like I said, he's going to go off, I think, this week. I mean, they're going to look at Tampa and realize that it's the one team they had a rough start uh, the season and lost to and want to come back and just destroy them, especially division game. Um, so he's going to go crazy and carry his team. Tyreek, like you said, should have a bounce back week. And uh, Baltimore's defense is pretty outstanding. But, yeah, Mahomes, he's been pretty damn good. And Watkins, um, I don't know, sorry, Conley coming back. Um, so, yeah, that should be um, – Good for Tyreek, draw a little more defense away from him, and so he should go off. And then Tower Boyd, uh, Chargers defense is pretty damn good, especially at home, but he just gets open. He just does it. He doesn't matter. AJ Green's on the field or off the field. Who's playing defense? Tower Boyd does his thing. Um, and Matt Ryan's been pathetic, though, so we'll see if he can come bounce back. Uh, he still gets his numbers somehow, um, so he should against the shaky Green defense. Um but Manny's got some more explosive players uh, this week. I mean, Odell, uh, he's been doing his thing, throwing the ball and catching. Uh, Edelman's got a really safe floor, and against Miami, is just going to r- go crazy against them. And Kelsey has been the most consistent player on Kansas City, um, besides Mahomes. So, it's going to be a good matchup, but, I mean, just Tyreek and Kamara, I don't know if yeah, there's any stopping there. Do you have anything to add? Yeah, I think uh, Joe has definitely got some pretty solid matchups. Uh, the worst one you mentioned, which is the Boyd matchup, I, I just want to know what you have personally against Boyd Kong because in his worst game against Kansas City where they just got blown out, he only got four targets. I think A.J. Green was still hobbled by an injury, not quite out at that point, but – I don't think he's going to have a horrible game. I see him having like 12 to 14 points, but that's not bad though. No, it's not bad, but I don't think he's going to be like an AJ Green replacement. I mean, his no, no, games no. have come against pretty mediocre receivers or cornerbacks. Uh, when he played New Orleans, Marshawn Lattimore, you know, held him to 
9.5. Baltimore held them to 11.1. Even Denver, I mean, 16 points is it's, it's a usable score, but it's not anything special. You know, he yeah. had the Tampa Bay blow up, but their cornerbacks are horrible. Right. Um, so if, I anything, just, I, if anything, I'd be more worried about Tyree Kill, uh, who's actually struggled against pretty good pass defenses, not posting over 15 against Denver, Jackson, Denver twice, Jacksonville. And then, you know, last week against Oakland, just kind of a weird week. But I think that'd be my main concern on Joe's side. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, you know, he's had some really Boyd. bad games at home. San Francisco at home, 7.6. Jacksonville, 12.7. Denver, 10 points. Um, you know, he had a good game against Arizona at home. But, um, yeah, no, I know he's always a threat to break one off, but I could see him having a down game easily. Um but then on uh, Manny's side here, I think Deshaun Watson easily could be a top three quarterback this week. Indianapolis has given up a 72% completion rate, um, which is ridiculous. And, you know, his worst, um, you know, attribute is his, you know, lack of accuracy. So just going against a team that gives that much separation, uh, he really has nowhere to go but up there. I almost made him my start of the week. Um, Odell against Josh Norman is going to be an interesting matchup. You know, Norman doesn't give up a lot of deep balls. You know, he'll rather take a penalty. But I still see Odell having a good game. Edelman against Miami. They might not need to throw a lot, but I think he'll get his receptions. Mike Williams is kind of the toss-up here. I think they're going to run the ball all over uh, Cincinnati, and I'll talk about that later. Um, But I don't know if he's going to get a ton of targets, but uh, he could get one in the end zone easily. Aaron Jones against Atlanta. Um, I think he might lose a little bit more work. Last week we saw a little bit of a 50-50 split uh, with him and Jamal. Williams and Atlanta's really bad against passing back, so you might see a little bit more of a heavier split there. But I... that's probably why McCarthy. Well, I, I, I agree. I think just, I don't Jones. know if the you know whoever's taking over might kind of try to exploit that a little bit. I don't think it's going to be. I still think he'll have a good game and could easily get a touchdown, but I don't think it's going to be all him. Um, but if if they do use him on third downs, then he will have a monster game. Uh, so it's just how you know the new play calling uh, goes with that committee there. Uh, Spencer Ware was a big letdown last week against Baltimore. I don't know if he'll have a really big game. Uh, Kelsey, I think, is probably the best bet on Kansas City to have a solid game against uh, that tough matchup. But uh, and I know Jay will talk about Blunt a little more later, but he has a really solid matchup with Carrion Johnson being out again. They have Arizona. I'm probably just going to run the ball a lot with him. Um, Garrett, what do you have to have on your dad's side? Yeah, I think uh, the projection for Spencer Ware is kind of incredible considering it was – more of a time show than everyone expected, and he's going up against arguably the best defense in the NFL right now. But uh, I think Julian Edelman will have a pretty solid game. Miami just lost, just lost Xavier Howard for the who probably would have shattered Edelman a lot uh, wherever he went. I think the only question is, like you mentioned, Mike Williams. And I guess, Jay, you can chime in too because you're Cowboys defense. But would you feel more comfortable playing Mike Williams against Cincinnati or Alshon Jeffrey, who's been struggling recently? against on the road against Dallas and Byron Jones in that pass rush. Yeah, I mean Byron the whole defense has been outstanding. Um the thing is Golden Tate and and Aguilar could get really locked up inside uh Jalen Smith and Van Der Esch have just been unreal. So I mean as good as um Dallas secondary's been good. Jeffrey I think could get um benefit of targets from uh, Tate and Aguilar getting locked up, but still Dallas' defense is locked up even uh, Breeze and Thomas, so there's just really no trusting Jeffrey right now. He's had three or four straight duds. Um, and meanwhile, Cincinnati's defense is so pathetic, um, pass defense especially. It's just definitely a safer play at the moment. Uh, you can't trust Jeffrey, especially in the road. Um, 
Dallas beat them already in Philly, and they're looking to solidify themselves on top of that division. Um, back to Spencer Ware. I mean, it's it's interesting play. Uh, interesting to trust him at that. Uh, interesting projection, rather. Yeah, because it's 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 based on touchdowns. Probably he's definitely touchdown reliant. But Kelsey's the one that's going to benefit. Um, when they're in the red zone, he always does. Uh, Baltimore's defense is outstanding, but Kansas City's definitely still going to move the ball down the field. And where it was in the red zone was involved in the red zone even when Hunt was around. So he should get uh, a score here. He didn't score last game, right? But uh, Kelsey will get two touchdowns easy. Where still their offensive line is just outstanding. He'll still get numbers. Um, I think even though they, I don't know. Even though they split with other with two other backs now, he should still get double digits. Mike Williams. Um, I think. I mean, Cincinnati is the you know worst rushing defense in the league right now. I think um, Chargers are probably going to get up early and run it a lot. Um, so I don't know if they'll really need him. Um, that's more of like an upside play. I think Jeffrey is going to get at least six, seven points, and you know might do pretty well. Um, typically, like one receiver does pretty well against Dallas, and then the rest them do shit but uh i think what'd you do would you go with the upside play against team like joe not i don't i don't think so not with the matchups he has and with you know deshaun watson and you know the upside plays that manny has this week i think i'd go with the safer one okay but playing safe is when killing me whether or not gordon plays i think they're still gonna pass heavy though um don't you think i mean they love throwing down the field of mike yeah, I mean, defense Rivers, you know, in these kind of matchups usually throws like 25, 28 passes. I mean, typically early on they'll throw pretty aggressively. But, you know, if he's throwing deep balls, it might be Travis Benjamin. I think he has a good chance to catch a, a deep ball. But if he doesn't, I mean, if you play Mike Williams and get two points in the playoff matchup, you're going to, you know, be hurting as, as opposed to playing out. I mean, Alshon is definitely the better talent. Yeah, that's true. All right. No question, yeah. He's just trust issues now. And then if you look at defense kickers, I mean, it is a kind of, it's kind of lopsided, to be honest. Guskowski could have six points on six extra points from New England just scoring every single time. Seattle, Monday Night Football, their defense has been pretty good lately. I wanted Seattle's defense for this week, honestly, but I mean, I don't even need them. I'm, I have you, have a buy, but, you have a buy. Uh, I have a great ball. performance last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, it doesn't matter. I'm not playing this week, so I don't need him. Anyway, they had a great week last week, but I don't really think they'll repeat that um, against Minnesota, who has some shaky. I mean, Kirk Cousins is viable to turn the ball over. Um, they've had some shaky performances, performances, but their pass defense is le- their pass offense is lethal. Seattle could have uh, a tough time stopping them. I don't know if Seattle could get into double digits scoring wise. And then if you look at Adam Vinatieri. Um, Colts constantly move down, move the football down the field. Houston is one of the best defenses in the league. Could hold them in the red zone, so more field goal attempts. And then Kansas City's defense performs in big games. They're going to try to solidify themselves atop the AFC um, and shut down Baltimore, I think, at home. So that yeah, could win. Um, <clears throat> right now the projected really tight. Um, all right, so we'll move on to uh, me versus Kurt for our third matchup of the season. Nobody cares about uh, I mean, Roethlisberger versus Oakland. I mean, they could easily just run heavy and not really need to throw, but Oakland gives up, like, no pressure whatsoever to quarterbacks. So I think he might have some deep balls to Antonio Brown. They could just dunk on him. 
Uh, Fitzgerald, not really a lot of upside. Um, I mean, Detroit is pretty bad against the slot, so I guess he's probably the best on that team and he's going to get some targets without Christian Kirk. But uh, not really excited about anybody. I mean, even Cortland Sutton, he's going to get Richard Sherman and, you know, maybe get seven, eight targets. I don't know if he'll do a whole lot with it. So not excited about anybody on my side. And then uh, over on Kurt's side there, I think Baker at home might have a pretty good game. Mike Evans went off against New Orleans week one, but I think Marshawn Lattimore might have kind of turned it around, might be able to lock him down a bit better. Uh, we just talked about Golden Tate probably having a bit of, you know, solid coverage on him in the slot there. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Landry's kind of come on. Kurt didn't pick up Justin Jackson, so Melvin Gordon is probably not going to play. Carrion Johnson's probably not going to play. So, I mean, this is just a shit show. Um, and whatever. <laughs> Gus Edwards is not even the passing back there. I think you're going to see a lot of uh, Ty Montgomery this week, and it's going to piss people off. Um, do you guys have anything to add on this matchup? It's pretty meaningless. You could sneak in uh, McGu- Kirk could sneak in McGuire in there. Crow's questionable. Um, that's not going to be a, nearly the numbers that Gordon or Carrion put up if they're out. But, um, yeah, I mean, Mike Evans is definitely the top um, – and Mayfield, too, actually. Those are the top guys on Kurt's team. They're going to go off, I think. Uh, besides that, he's just going to be uh, dragging the floor, trying to hope for targets with Landry and hope that uh, Tate uh, can withstand Dallas's defense. Uh, you have some good matchups, though. I mean, Sutton, I don't, I don't like Sherman. I think he's overrated and old. Um, Sutton should go off. I mean, he's been getting a little better week to week and uh, without Sanders. I mean, he's they're going to look straight at him. The other two guys – who knows about those? So, um, yeah, Fitz, Detroit's defense has been pretty damn good, but um, they, he has a good history against Detroit, I'm pretty sure, uh, especially at home. And uh, Jacksonville, uh, coming off a huge win, going in Tennessee, they're going to put up a dud. Tennessee could have put up yeah. 20 points for you on defense. Garrett, do you have anything to add? Uh, yeah, it's kind of concerning to know that Kurt is definitely had to play at least Elijah McGuire, then Flex. Jamison Crowder. <laughs> it's just going to be a really ugly lineup, but he does have the yeah. highest potential players with Evans, Tate, and Landry. I just think it's going to come down to their potential versus. I think Colin will definitely probably reach 125. So it's just a question of if Kirk can. Kirk will either get 140 or under 100, I think, this week. But Colin will get 120. All right. We'll move on here. And now we get. <laughs> what did you say? It's numbers, Colin. Yeah, maybe I'll break a hundred for the we'll first time. We'll get some numbers. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's just Jordan Howard's disappointment. Of course, him and Larry are the only ones of my like yeah, top he's... players out of the draft that are healthy. Like, why didn't those fuckers get injured? Leave me, AJ. Leave me. <laughs> yeah, you'd rather those guys get injured just replace them with some cool. All right, we'll move on to. Yeah, well, I would say better matchups, but that's a lie. Um, we got James versus George here. Uh, James aside, Mahomes with his toughest matchup of the year. I think he'll have a little bit more of a human score, but I don't think he'll, um, you know, hurt the team at all. Galladay's going to see a lot of Patrick Peterson. Uh, could be a tough game. He's dealing with a little bit of injury. Dan Dola might not play. Uh, Robert Woods, I think, uh, is going to be a little bit limited. Goff has actually been, uh, I think, down in like the bottom 20s in the league um, in quarterback rating when under pressure. Um, he's been, you know, top five when he's uh, had time to throw, but with Khalil Mack and the rest of the Bears putting pressure on him, I think uh, the receivers might suffer a little bit this week. 
Uh, David Johnson against Detroit should have a pretty good game. They're not very good against the run. Actually, they're, you know, bottom half of the league against the run. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, uh, you know, against the Jets previous or previously in the season had two touchdowns, um, had a pretty good game. And, you know, if it can snow a ton like it did a couple of years ago, he could have a massive game again. Um, uh, Gronk, I know Gary will talk about him a bit, but could have a game against Miami if they use him. And then I think Josh Adams is going to have a pretty solid game, but Van Der Esch has been really solid stopping the run in place of Sean Lee. Um, on Georgia's side, Cam Newton probably going to have a pretty solid game against Cleveland with his rushing floor, but he is dealing with a bit of a shoulder injury, so maybe not so many deep throws. Um, Sterling Shepard, avoiding Josh Norman, should have a pretty safe floor, but hasn't had much ceiling this year. Curtis Samuel without uh, Olsen, maybe without Funches, said it had, you know, I think had 11 targets last week, should have a pretty big target boost this week. Uh, we can see a big game out of him, but playing the both of them is really limiting your upside there. Coleman has been just tanking the last few weeks. Had, what, eight carries for six yards last week. It's a garbage score. Um, Lamar Miller, actually, um, since uh, in the last four weeks, I believe, Lamar Miller, it's either the last four weeks or the last six weeks. I should have wrote, written it down. But uh, Lamar Miller is actually, like, leading the league in rushing, um, which is yeah. ridiculous, and you wouldn't even, you know, realize it. But he's been quietly really good. And against the Colts, I think he'll have another great game. Jimmy Graham. What did you say? 97-yard run helps, but yeah. 97-yard yeah, touchdown run helps, but yeah. Still, uh, it counts for everybody else, too. I mean, Chubb got a couple, or got one at least. One was in the preseason, I think. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then uh, I think Fournette should have a pretty good game tonight against Tennessee, even though they've been sneakily good against the run. Um, Garrett, I'll let you start. What do you think about this matchup? I think, first of all, James should finally learn how to use his IR spot, move Jack Cole into the IR spot, and not start the Baltimore defense against Kansas City. Uh, other than that, he's got some pretty good matchups mentioned. Uh, Shady against the Jets, he tore up. David Johnson. I think Woods is actually decently safe against Chicago. Um, I think they'll have to move away from running the balls as much with Gurley. On Georgia's side, I think he's got some good matchups with Lamar Miller. Tennessee's been a tough defense. We'll see tonight how angry he's going to come out, how much time it's going to take for him to get in a fight and get suspended again this week. Um, but I think it's just going to come down to receiving play. As you mentioned, Dan Dola can't get all day battling injuries. But if I was George, I'd almost put in or pick up another receiver off the waivers, if not play Didi against, this, against the Titans tonight because – like you said, playing two Panthers receivers just seems like a pretty bad idea with Cam Newton dealing with an injury and just not playing well. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Jay, do you have anything about you? Um, I actually going to disagree. I kind of like this play. Uh, Carolina has given up eighth most uh, fantasy points to receivers this year, and Cam Newton, I mean, off four straight losses, this is desperation time for them, six, sitting at six and six against um, – I mean, a team that's hungry and young and thinks they have a playoff shot, but um, really isn't honestly that great, and they're still pretty young uh, in Cleveland. Uh, and if you look at, I mean, Funch has only had three targets in that one touchdown catch. He's coming off his back injury. Um, but Curtis getting all those targets last week, I think that should probably split between the two of them this week, and that should kind of offer, offer like a 6-7 base target for each of them. And... Um, I think against Cleveland, they could go off. Um, it's kind of dangerous, but playoff time is kind of desperation time. Um, there's not a whole lot of options on the, on the waivers. John Brown, I kind of like on his 
bench against Kansas City. You should be playing him. Um, but, uh, yeah, New England's defense is probably going to be what wins him this week against Miami. They always just kick their ass in Miami um, division game, especially it's just going to be a big win for New England. They put up 20 points a couple times this year. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, I'm not sure why he has Baltimore starting. Um, and James also has uh, that question at the flex. Josh Adams will get shut down. He's popping off and on the in- injury report as well. And Dallas' defense has been shut down, um, locked down. I think they locked, down. They locked up Kamara and Ingram last week. Um, I mean, it's just, yeah, every week it's, it's, it's a shit show for running backs against them. Um, and Robert Woods, I kind of disagree. Actually, he should go off. He had a good game. Um, against he's had some good games um, this year against pass rushers that have gotten to golf. Uh, they find a way to help him out. McVay is just a genius, like you know. So uh, they'll they'll get away from Mac um, and get Woods the ball. Um, but Galladay will be the the biggest uh, receiver for him, obviously. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I probably I probably move Drake in for Adams, honestly. Yeah. All right. Well, if you guys are good with that, we'll move on to the waivers here. Um, Obviously, the big pickups are the running backs here, you know, and Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, I think Breed will be back, you know, in a week or two. But uh, for this week, he could definitely be usable, although Denver's been pretty solid against the run. And Justin Jackson, I think, is really only going to be usable this week because Melvin Gordon's going to be um, probably coming back next week. But both these guys are, you know, picking these guys up to play against each other. Actually, I'm not sure if Andrew's starting Jeff Wilson, but still. Um, what did you say? He's probably back up for digs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably back up for so, I mean, what do you guys – do you see anything? I mean, I'll talk about Justin Jackson in a bit, but do you guys have anything to add to these guys? Um, Austin's defense um, pick is well, very no, interesting, especially on the bye. Um, Minnesota next week, which is okay, but then they have Jacksonville yeah. in the final. So, Austin is kind of preparing to be in the championship matchup and have them play against Jacksonville. I think – it's just that he knows he knows that stuff. He knows that he. I don't know. I feel like you got it for a dollar or two, but um, can say this a little bit. But he's gonna. Yeah, it's his defense you know, for the next couple like weeks. I guess spend so. Ten dollars right now just for a matchup you might not get to. You know. Yeah. Right. There's that too. Um. But it's just if he's not going to invest money in any other defenses the next couple weeks, it kind of makes sense, I guess. But yeah. it is a lot. And you really Pettis, wanted them. So I mean, know. I, I uh, like Pettis this week. It's a little bit concerning with Goodwin coming back. But Goodwin could also stretch the field. Pettis is a little bit more of that prototypical number one. Uh, he's like six one, I think. So, what do you guys think, Garrett? Do you have anything on him? I mean, he's definitely been productive, but that offense is just so run heavy. Like I can almost justify that really high bid on Jeff Wilson Jr. just because. They just rely so much on the run. Nick Mullins is his definition of a game manager, but it's just really hard to trust any receiver in that offense. But I guess if he had to have one, it'd probably be Pettis. Jay knows about the San Francisco wide receiver situation. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, last <laughs> <All right. laughs> I loved uh going against Tampa Bay's defense last week. That was that was pretty much it. But I mean, yeah, you look at San Francisco's offense, they got a bunch of injuries and you're always trying to look at who's gonna get more targets or touches with those guys down. And I mean, the yeah. beneficiary every single time is Kittle. So there's just no trusting any receiver. Um, and Wilson's going to get his uh, 25 touches, yeah. just like Brito would have. So yeah, it's just not uh, not a good trust. I mean, just it, it could be a good stash though. Um, yeah. Pop yeah. doesn't have uh, he had some Makes bench though. So. Yeah, and then David handcuffed up a bit, got all his backups for his running backs. You know, Stephen Ridley a little bit. You see that split. 
um, with Garrett Blunt is useful until Carrion comes back, if he comes back. Deshaun Hamilton and Zay Jones. I mean, Zay Jones had a couple big weeks now. Um, he had a dud in between. I don't know what was going on there. I wasn't really paying attention. But, uh, you know, he could really – he's really their only option there. And then Deshaun Hamilton runs out of the slot and plays with Emmanuel Sanders. I think it could be useful. But at this point in the season, those guys are kind of waiting you guys. Um, but I guess it is David's team, so he might end up having to start one of them. Um, do you guys have any comments on those guys before we move on to the starts of the week? I think Zay Jones is a good pickup. I just think it's questionable to – just to drop your Rod Smith handcuff for him, but makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Jay? Yeah, that was a little questionable, but definitely a good pickup because, I mean, yeah, he was a top receiver this week until that Sunday night game uh, between the Chargers and Pittsburgh and Steelers. So it's just, yeah, if, if Rod Smith was the right guy to drop. But um, John Hamilton, obviously, also a good stash, especially for him when he needs receiver help. Um but yeah, look, Garrett Blunt. Um, he, time for uh, him to drop Kareem Hunt. That yeah, was probably we'll the best see what happens up. there. Um, all right, well, we can move on to our uh, picks of the week here. My pick of the week is Justin Jackson. Um, I mean, he you know got a bunch of carries in the second half of the game last week and was looking really electric. Uh, got the touchdown. I think, especially with them planning on having Melvin Gordon back next week. Um, you know, Eckler. He's been really good as a compliment to Melvin Gordon, but in the London game when it was just him and then last week when it was supposed to be just him, he really hasn't been good as a primary back. So I don't think they're going to you know, risk losing Eckler this week. I think they really just kind of run Justin Jackson into the dirt against Cincinnati, their league-worst run defense. Uh, I think Justin Jackson's going to go for uh, 110 combined yards and a touchdown. Yeah, Here, I can see that. Go next. So my star of the week, uh, last year's number one tight end who just hasn't really produced much, much disappointing to James. Rob Gronkowski, uh, he's been just not very productive outside of maybe two or three weeks this entire year. Uh, he's going up against Miami this week, only got 44 yards against them in week four, but they've gotten significantly worse on the defensive side. Like I said, they're missing Xavier Howard this week. Um I think Gronk, and they've allowed touchdown catches to people like the ghost of Delaney Walker, Eric Ebron, and Jack Doyle caught one. Even Jay's guy, Chris Herndon of the Jets, got a pretty solid day against him. So I think Gronk could get his fourth good game of the season with six catches, 60 yards, and a score. Yeah, we could see that. Uh, Jay, who's your start? Um, I like that waiver wire pickup um, that Manny had in LeGarrette Blunt. Um, on Johnson, I think, is probably going to be out again. And Blunt, uh, we all know Patricia is in love with him coming off his New England days. And Arizona's defense has been pretty shaky. Uh, last week they kind of showed up, uh, but they still given up the fourth most fantasy points to running backs. Uh, this year, um, and they haven't seen a big bruiser back in a few weeks, uh, so this will be a big shakeup. Detroit loves running the ball. Um, he's going to go, I think, for 22 touches and 100 yards. Uh, two scores. Possibly two scores. I, mean, I can see they did it, what, two weeks ago? Or was that last okay. week? I don't remember. Yeah, I think two weeks ago. Um yeah, two touchdowns, 88 yeah. yards. I mean, I could definitely see it. Arizona's run D has been really bad. Um, all right, so finally, we'll um, just quickly go through the matchups. We'll give a, kind of a rough estimate of the score, who's going to win. Um, so we'll start with Jake versus Andrew. I think Jake's going to um, 
lose to Andrew in a tight one. I think it'll be maybe 170 to 158, you know, in Andrew's favor here because I think uh, the Saints are going to have a big bounce back game. Garrett? Yeah, I agree. I don't think Jake has as much of a shot, actually. I think Andrew will win by 30-point margin, maybe 165 to 130-ish. Jay? I think Jake's team is is liable to go off. He's got some guys that have very low projections. I think it'll be close, but yeah, I do give it to Andrew. I'd say it's going to be like one seventy. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it'll be closer, but you never know. Um, all right, next we got Joe versus Manny. Um, this is you know a close one in projection, but it's really I think not going to be that close. It'll be you know a pretty big blowout one way or the other. But uh, I think I have to give it to. I think, I, I think I'm going to give it to Manny. I think he squeaks it out. I, I don't know if Matt Ryan has a massive week. I think Kamara's going to go off, but, you know, Joe just – his big players don't have the best matchups, and I think Manny's guys are in spots against weak defenses to kind of go off, and I think Deshaun Watson leads the way. So I'm going to call it Manny wins 155 to 135. Interesting. I actually disagree. I think that Joe's players, I think Kamar and uh, Hill's matchups are better than Spencer Ware and Odell's matchups. I think that Joe's going to win by a pretty small margin, maybe 160 to 145. Jay? Yeah, I think it's going to be close. Um, I think both Manny starting running backs are going to put up duds. Aaron Jones, um, maybe, I don't know. We'll see about him. I'm off bad week, but yeah, I, I don't know. It was uh, about Spencer Ware. And then, yeah, just like you said, Hill and Kamara are just going to go off. Boyd, too, I like him a lot. Uh, it should be close, like 175 um, to one. 65, honestly. It's going to be high scoring. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right, next we'll move on to uh, my matchup versus Kurt. Um, Just with the way my fantasy season is going (laughs) here and the first and just the way it's going to go, I say Kurt is going to leave Melvin Gordon and Kerry line up with zeros, and I'm going to lose 99 to 101. Yeah. I was actually going to say the similar thing. I think Kurt's going to put in, like, the Redskins' third string running back and – Still put up like 112, but Colin will have Larry Fitzgerald, Terra's Achilles, Demarius Thomas leave the field with a concussion and put up like 87 points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think you'll put up a solid 115. Uh, and I think that Kurt's going to put up a dud. Yeah, 100. We can only hope here. All right. And then last one we got is James versus George here. Uh, I think. James is going to have a couple of big scores. I think James's team is going to put up a 145 that, you know, he hasn't seen in a long time against George's maybe 115. Um, I, don't, I don't think George has it in him. And I think James's team is going to kind of tease him these next couple of weeks. Garrett? Yeah, I think uh, James' team, just those running back matchups alone, uh, if his receivers can stay healthy, I can see that 140 score. But I think even with a 130, 135 score, George is probably capped out at about 120-ish this week. Yeah. Jay, what do you think? Uh, I think Sterling Shepard coming back and being healthy is going to be uh, good. Washington's just 
they're not really good um, right now. And, yeah, the running back four is going to be huge for George. James just has issues right now, his defense, and his running back and flex uh, problems, uh, plus George's defense. I'm going to hand this to George, wow. I think, 145 mm-hmm. to 120. Well, interesting. All right, well. We'll see how it goes. Good luck to everybody who's in. The people who have bye weeks, I hate you. Uh, I hate you all the season is lost. And this this one doesn't count. This one doesn't Maybe count. Maybe doesn't count. Manny is in the playoffs. It clearly doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> all right, you guys have any final comments? Um, wait, who do you like tonight? Um, I, I, I think honestly Jacksonville could surprise everybody and win just with a really low-scoring game here. But I, I think it's going to be a disgusting game, too. Yeah, I think I think Tennessee's gonna pull it out in the end, but it's gonna be a long, gross game. This is a game I'm gonna watch on my laptop while I play Red Dead. <laughs> yeah, this is a game I'll leave at halftime and then come back and be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Ten- Mariota puts up some numbers on uh, primetime games, and yeah, these road teams on Thursday night football have been pathetic. Jacksonville coming off seven losses and then having a huge win. Uh, I think they're gonna be a little dull. I like Indy winning by like 20, I think. All right. Well, we'll see how it shakes out, and we'll see you guys on the recap matchup. Or recap matchup. Recap episode.